it. The music. What I like about this is it's not radio, it's a podcast. So there, there's no rules. There's no rules. No. I mean, there are technically, but not really. Not really. It's your show. I know. I like it. Yeah. I'm actually standing in my place. In your spot. In my place. Looking at you. Yeah. Garrett, how are you? I'm good. How about you, Joey? I'm well. Guys, welcome. I've got Hunter in the back producing today. I've got uh, Garrett Gapehart with us. We've got Cameron Mills. Hi, Joey. And uh, this is the Topic of Choice podcast for those of you, maybe two listeners listening. No, you got more than that. Trust me. I do. I download every week. Thank you. Well, every time you put one out. That's good. Someone said to me, when are you going to release the fifth episode? See, there you go. That's what you want. Yeah. Actually, much awaited, much abated. See, much you, awaited, you are, much abated. You, you are you are keeping you're you're keeping them wanting more. That's, what that's you, the what goal. You want. Your adoring fans want yeah. more production. They do. They want more. <laughs> what do you think, Hunter? Yes. Well done, Hunter. Was, it, was our la- was our way, last way to, way to weigh in there, Hunter? Great job. <laughs> was our last episode Spider Man? Uh, we did talk about a little Spider Man. I think we had John McNamara from BHG in. Yes, oh, he was out. That was the last. What okay. is this episode on? Right. So the. Topic of choice that we are talking about tonight yes. is the final trailer. The, that, the, final, the trailer. final trailer. That's it for Star Wars Episode Nine. that's coming. Not up. just, no, no, no. The final trailer for Star Wars, period. Period. In our lifetime. That's it. It's over. Since 1977. Yeah. And I wish when I had watched it, I think when it dropped a week and a half ago now, yeah. I wish I had known that. It was the last one. Even though I knew it was, I, I, I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? How did you not know when you said you knew? Because when I saw it come out, when I saw the trailer had dropped, yeah, I immediately went to my laptop or wherever I was. Turned on your surround sound. Turned it on, <laughs> and I hit play, not even thinking what I was watching. Oh, I see. You weren't thinking about the fact that this is it. That's right. This is it. Yeah. yeah. And and it didn't really- Never he- be here again. No. No. Not to no. this extent. But- Tonight, the four of us will be here. Yes, for the again. Fr- again. I mean, we're gonna because we're gonna do something cool here, right? Yeah. So we are about to leave the the room we're in. Yeah. And we're gonna go into the studio, into the um, control room, control room, right? And all of us are gonna rewatch the trailer, and then we're gonna come back and we're just gonna discuss it. That's right. We're gonna watch ideas. it together as a group. Yep. And then come back and give our thoughts on. Is there it. any information we need to preface with? I, oh, this is the last one. This is it. This yeah, and I, and I almost want to ask some questions, Joey, offhand, but let's just wait until we watch it. I think. All right, so we're going to pause here, yep. and we're going to be right back. All right, I can't, I can't do, <laughs> I can't do that guttural groan over. <laughs> we are back. We have oh. just rewatched uh, the 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 trailer. Cameron had a, had a great exasperated oh. uh, sound effect there. That's just, it's just, it's 40, 42 years of our lives. Two and a half minutes. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about the the power of the music yeah. after the emperor says. I don't know when it comes in. I just know it comes in, and it sounds so good. It is probably the be- some of the best Star Wars it, music it, you've heard. It's, it's the anthem. Yeah, but it's the anthem. As you said, it's not John Williams, but it is because it's the it's the anthem John Williams wrote. But what they've done is they've taken it out of a minor key and yeah. put it in a major key, yeah. and it sounds so triumphant. Tri- uh, don't take words out of my mouth. It That's, does. It, it sounds so like and. Th- I, and it you said like the last charge of the light brigade. Okay. Like, yes. And like but, end off at uh, two towers. That's you were, what it makes me think of. You yeah. were saying this coming in because I was saying I wish they had always played it in that major key because it sounds so tra- it sounds so amazing and so 
Um, it gives me chills when so, I listen to it. Yeah, I, I, but it, it sound. But what it, you you also said this, Garrett? You said it would have. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they're just doing it now because now it sounds final. It would have lost. It sounds if you didn't have the final. Hey, you know that, that music is that, amazing. You're exactly right. It it, it, it yeah would have completely lost if it's in a minor key for 42 years and now this last one they change it to, they change the anthem to a major key. The story and it is sounds, complete. Yes, and that's the point. Is it, 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 this is it. It's it's over. It's over after this. Now we've got a we've got new characters, new stuff coming out. But right. as far as Luke, Leia, Han, three PO, R two D two, Yoda, um, Lando, Vader, it's over. Now we've got something else coming. But this closes it out, and that's just what makes it both amazing and sad. I, I'll say this because you know, both know I, I've got a head, right? But I want to say this because you all are the ones that got me into the Marvel stuff. And when I watched, because I, I watched everything out of order, I watched. Um, uh, Iron Man one, and then I watched the next one. I saw was literally um, in game. game. So I <laughs> skipped. Important. I skipped twenty. Yeah. I skipped twenty movies in between. And watching Endgame in the theater, there were two things I remember telling you guys oh, I that remember, I noticed. I remember right, Texas. Number one was there were moments that I did not get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then there were moments when I thought, okay. At the very end, everyone's standing. No one was moving. Now, I found out later they were waiting for those in-game trailers, right? Right. Well, but what I thought at the time was, no, what they're doing is, I was in a movie theater with about, had to be 400 men, maybe a couple of girls, <laughs> and the men were just, they were sitting there because in-game was over. This 22 marathon um, epic was now concluded, and these guys were like... It's over. It's over. That's so, what I thought because a hard that, time processing it. Yeah, when it's over. Exactly, and that's what I'm. When when we go see uh, Rise of Skywalker, that's how I'm going to be. I'm going to be this. I, I may even have tears in my eyes because this is it. This has been a big part of my life. My the greatest Christmas I remember was getting the toys, the Kenner oh, toys. I, I remember getting that. But the other thing is waking is that, up with the turn of the Jedi. Yeah. on Christmas morning. I yeah. still remember that's watching. That's what I. Oh, remember. that's yeah. what I remember. I mean, I remember, and I found this the other day on Etsy. I found I got I had a little R two D two three PO alarm clock where um, R two in three PO's voice it says get up get up something 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 in three PO's voice. <laughs> I actually found that on Etsy the other Did day. You get it? Did I you could, buy it? I could buy it for like two hundred dollars. Oh, that's. But here's the problem: it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You can't hear their voice anymore, and that's yeah. the part to me. Yeah. But. So, you can get a broken alarm clock. For yeah, $200. but but it, but it's the visual effect of what it would mean. It's the, it's the nostalgia the of it. Effect. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so all that to say that the, I don't know how I'm going to be when I watch it, but it's going to be this. It's a major plot point of my life because the first, my favorite movie of all time has been these movies. Well, it's impacted our character. It's impacted the people we've become because we've idolized the story for as long as we have. Yeah. Um. It's it's such a beautiful tale, though, especially the first three, and movies. yet so simple. And I think yes. that's what it, this is. A it's just it's good versus evil. Yeah, that's all it is in it, in, in its in its, in its simplest form. Star Wars is like, like a lot of movies. Yin and Yang almost. Yeah, like there's a little bit of evil even in the good, and a little bit of good well, even in the well, evil. You got to have that, uh, you know. Uh, as we talked right. about, if you don't that, have don't, if you yeah. don't have light, you don't have dark. Okay, right. so let's start talk about that, then, Joey, because that's what that's what um, Anakin slash Vader was supposed to do. Is the prophecy they were supposed to bring balance to the Force, yeah. meaning they're supposed to be a little good and a little and a little light side and dark side of the Force. Yeah. So if you look at the trailer, and for you know, we've seen it, I've seen it, and. When you when you consider how all of these stories have have arced over the years, and I'm not just talking about the the, the canon that we're we're referencing, right? But if you reference, you know, into the into the books or into the to the uh, comics of the Clone Wars and so on, right? You can't have one without the other. So here's one of my questions. I know you got to get Cameron. I know you've got to run and something to think about. I want to get your perspective. Okay, is in the trailer we see some things. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and we see the emperor walking or hovering or in some kind of a chair or something yeah. there at the very end. This is Palpatine. Palpatine. Right. This is Emperor Palpatine. And we are so when you see Ray at the end there, mm-hmm. okay? Are you thinking do you think that the story arc is going to balance that out that one of them either turns one way or the other in order or do you think that we are going to see a complete side mm. elimination of good or evil. I think honestly because it's a Star Wars movie I, the way I'm the way I'm hearing your question is do I do, am I do I think Ray and and um uh Kylo. Kylo yeah are going to join forces and become one in some sense, right? right? Or do I think one of them is going to go on their separate way thus now we still have the light and the dark side. Right. Um because it's a Star Wars movie, I want to say it has to go on it, it, because every Star Wars movie continues on, right? There's another one coming. Therefore, the story is not over. However, this one, the story, this story is supposedly over. And I've got to feel like, because if you go back to every other one, yes, the, the light side, other than maybe Empire and maybe um, Return, not Return, but The Last Jedi, which I haven't seen, maybe maybe they those kind of end with, with the, you know, the dark side you know, at least winning the battle, if not winning the war, right? So I don't know where we're going, but there's always we never come to a fi- fina- we never come to a final conclusion in any of these, in any not in any of the eight of them so far. It's always we go on to the next epic, the next part of the story. Except I think because I know this is the nine, yeah. this is the end of this saga, as you all put it perfectly tonight. I think this one is going to come to an end, and I think whether it's Kylo and Ren or something, but I think overall the light side wins. Now we've talked about this before and I've done a lot of educating myself through YouTube recently about this whole thing about whether or not do we, we need the dark side. There has to be a dark side in this world for there to be a light side. So if you throw that into the mix, I don't know how to answer that question, but I feel like if you take movies as a whole, this movie has got to end with the good guys ultimately winning and putting it into the dark side, because that's how we've looked at it from a that's how i've always looked at it, is the light side of the force is the good side the dark side is the bad side and the good has to triumph the dark side or has to triumph evil therefore i do believe on some level the dark side will lose ultimately in this movie now how that's going to work out in the greater scheme and the has to be galaxy of star wars vice to that i think that's the that, other yeah. side of it too okay is that there's always the good guy han dies luke dies i've got Vader dies you know, uh, somebody, you know, uh, Obi-Wan dies, one, someone has There's to There's a lot of theories that Kylo Ren is going to have a redemptive story arc here, but they've set him up for that with, uh, in some ways. Um, yeah. With this, he killed maybe the most famous character in an entire Star some Wars people, universe. Some right. people would say. Absolutely. Um, most people would say one of the greatest. And 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 so that's a, that's a tall order for redemptive story arc yeah. there. Um, I don't know that they've achieved it for me personally, just because I found him to be kind of a petulant child character uh, from that first <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it still has an opportunity, a chance of achieving that lofty goal if it can just, you know, if Ray and, and Kylo can come together in some sort of sense. I, I, I can see this. Which you know, even the trailer I, gives away some point of them coming together as they destroy something in that see, moment. See, I don't think they're destroying it. I think they are battling each other, and I think they blow. there's a blow that is struck 
Huh. That one is either blocking or, or, or together. And destroy something and in the foreground? I think that's Vader's statue. I think that that... Statue? I, I His helmet? It's, it's something that has to do with well, Vader. you've seen this, as you said, many, many times. Yeah. I've seen it I now mean, twice. I mean, I dissected this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I have literally dissected it. Well, on it that note, I'm going to leave, but I'm gonna, I'm, I can't wait to listen to the rest of this because, yeah. God, this is 42 years. So what I'm going to do... 42 years as, of our lives. As Cameron is stepping out, if you don't want to hear spoilers of theories of what this is, I would I would encourage you to, to pause and come back to this after the film because i think we're gonna uh go ahead and and discuss some quick theories for the rest of the uh, of the show here but cameron has gone ahead and stepped out we've got garrett myself and hunter now so garrett looking at this is and like i said i have i've i've broken it down because i just have to you know i'm trying to get as much there's a lot to glean from that trailer Absolutely. it's a long trailer it's what 221 or something uh, like that 230 something yeah i mean that's a that's a long trailer a lot of information packed in and it, as we said the beautiful orchestral score that c3po scene stands out as like the music went down and the volume on yeah. his audio went up I, they wanted you to see that scene and then there was the the beauty of the rest of it that horse charge thing yeah. and they're that was on, going on they're on some kind of star destroyer or some kind of ship if you you know go back and and look at that and if you pause it that that they're running on a ship and where they are i have no idea but that scene with 3PO where there's a star destroyer that rises out of ice out of there's ice, a death right? star yeah. ruins that it's, are in the water there is there's so much nostalgia and recalling of previous yeah. Star Wars uh, iconography, I guess you would call it. I think when I looked at what, what 3PO is doing there, so he's, he's obviously got some cables connected into his processing unit or something. And yeah. he's, he's basically saying, look, I'm taking one last look at my friend. It seems like he's sacrificing he's, himself. That's right. He's about to go. And so I think that what that is is he is going to be uploaded with plans or uploaded with some kind of content that is going to completely blow his memory banks or circuitry out in order for the rebellion to make their advancement. Yeah. And if you look at the first trailer, so there's been a couple trailers released. If you look at the first trailer, we see 3PO with red eyes. Okay? So in this trailer, no red eyes. He's getting ready to say goodbye. And I think that that first trailer gives us a lead into what happens to his character. So I I think... C-3PO has always been a very limited character who's always... uh, Cautious, overly cautious, overly cautious, concerned about yeah. the the worst probabilities. It would be interesting to turn that character, flip it on its head, and make it where he is yeah. the catalyst for change. You know, as a protocol droid, and if you remember, he he had his memory wiped. You know, so he doesn't have any of those memories. So I've often wondered, and there's some some discussion going around: is is that where? Is this where he gets all those memories back? But I I don't think that. I think that this is he's getting downloaded with with something that's going to eradicate who he is, mm-hmm. and there's no coming back, and he's sacrificing himself. When does yeah. he have his memory erased? He gets his memory erased at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Which know would have been before the 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 4, 5, and 6 that you just yeah. watched. It was Bail Organa that I believe looked at him and then told his um, staff, if you will, that were in the building, erase the protocol droid's memory. And at that point, that's that's because when we have when we have Luke on Tatooine, when he goes and finds the droids with the Jawas, uh, he's got no recollection of then who he's Luke never is. Been there that's before. exactly right. Yeah. So his memory's been wiped. Um, 
but but then okay, so then if we look more at the trailer, there's some kind of device that's in the Falcon where we see Ray and Chewie and there's some uh, kind of center console device that looks like a it does look like a flux capacitor it does. kind of, but it's hanging there on the on the control board. It's right What's there up in the front. That? I don't know, and I'm trying to find if there's any. I have I don't remember anything in the book. It's definitely not from the original Falcon. No, no, and that's where I looked at it and I thought there's something. So I know that that's going to play a the key Falcon part. Falcon seems to be handling really well too for its uh, bucket of bolts. Right, big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Um, and then there's, there was a piece when we were discussing uh, that that statue or that thing that's being exploded. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're attacking it together. It looks like they are in battle together. And Maybe. I think that it's a they both had the blue a, and the red right. lightsaber. The lightsaber, the red lightsaber being the like the sword style, which right. has been you know m- much discussed already. But there's also something in Ray's left hand, exactly, which looks like a stone dagger like of a, some kind. That's exactly right. Um, and, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. So if you look at this trailer and you look at Ray, where that where that that statue or whatever it is gets exploded whether it's in a combat or they do it together, she is holding some kind of a, of a dagger. A device of or some kind. It's a blade of some kind. And then in the Clone Wars, in the, in the cartoon, the animated series, we go back to the original Sith birth, okay? And in order to completely kill the Sith in this clone episode... The fa- there was a father-son team. There, correct me if I'm wrong here. There's this long-since lore that there always has to be the, two Sith. The, it's the rule of two. The rule of two, you can have a master and apprentice, and you cannot have more. So we're pretending, though, I mean, th- this new movie is acknowledging that Palpatine has been alive this entire time. Yes. He is the father figure yes. Sith, right? Yes. So what about, what was his name, Snool? Snoke. S- Snoke? Snoke. What, was so, he not the father? Was he not even Sith at all? No, he was Sith. He was Sith. But but so what this is alluding to was that Palpatine was puppeteering Snoke. Okay. okay? And so Snoke was the son in that figure, was the Darth Maul figure Post-Darth Maul. The, the apprentice, if you will. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And, I, and what they were trying to do was seduce um, Kylo. Kylo Ren to be the replacement for Snoke. Exactly. To be, okay. Yep. And now whether Vader figure. And there was a lot of talk with Snoke Plagius, with Darth Plagius, uh, if we go back now, now we're going way back into the books yeah. here. But Plagius is the one that brought in Palpatine uh-huh. and trained Palpatine as an apprentice. And then Palpatine ended up killing Plagius. Okay, Plagueis was the one that said, "I can bring people back from the dead with the Force." And what an uh, amazing ability to lose. Well, there's a lot of theory was Snoke Plagueis. I think that's I, I think that's going a little off. But but if let me if I swing it back around to the dagger that Ray is holding. So and if you go back to the Clone Wars in the Clone Wars, and I'm probably going to be completely way off with this and thinking too much. But in the Clone Wars, you have a father son team, and the father Sith can only be killed by this special dagger. Okay. Okay. And that seems pretty dead on. And, pretty pretty hit the nail on the head. And yeah. the the dagger then kills the father or the father kills himself, I should say, because he knows the path that the son is going down. That you follow me? So the father is sacrificed and therefore the power of the Sith is destroyed. Now I'm wondering if that is the blade that Ray has on her way to try to kill Palpatine. I don't know. But I just saw the blade, and it. So does that mean Kylo Ren becomes the has already become the apprentice? I think Kylo Ren is, with with Snoke gone, Palpatine is trying to get Kylo then as the apprentice. So is he? The, so is he considered the Sith if there's two that exist at any given time? I would say yes. I would okay. say the answer the answer to that is yes because you 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 can't have. Okay, so he's a Sith. And she is the last Jedi. She is the last Jedi. But now the, the title of the movie is called The Rise of Skywalker. All right. 
I think there is a tie between meaning not a tie as in a race, but I'm thinking of a of a a, a cohesive storyline between Palpatine and Ray. Now here's my theory. And what I'm trying to what I'm trying to decide. Well, we, we don't know anything about Ray's parents no. still right now. We right? know nothing and about Timothy's on books. Which which are not canon anymore. No, but they it, it, they insinuated that these two children, the twins, which are very similar to Kylo Ren and Rey, that they were the children of Leia Luke and, and Luke. and no Leia and uh, Han, Han Han. Correct. Yes. Yes. And the Force was strong through Leia's side, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, that's not their parentage in the movies. No. No, and, and it not. can't be no, right. That's right. That's right. So we have no idea who their parents are right now. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to just, so we've got the date of this podcast, and we'll see who if I'm right. I think Ray has bloodlines to Palpatine. That would that would make a lot of sense. It would. Especially if the Force is as strong with her instant, instinctively as it yes, has been. Because there's Which we've no, all uh, like made fun of, mocked relentlessly, that right. she just picks up a lightsaber and knows how to use it like a, right. like, I don't know, like a 13th century warrior or something. Yeah. It's so silly. And we saw, we saw a, a there was a, a middle trailer, so we've had three trailers. We've had a, a one in the second trailer. Oh, and she used the Force to grab the... The lightsaber when she killed Snoke, remember? She did. She turned it on right next to him and then pulled it back to herself through his body. That was Kylo doing that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. He did that on Sorry, the side, the but she's the one that caught it. She's the one that caught it when he pulled it back. Well, it's interesting, you know, Palpatine did that move in Return of the Jedi yeah. with Luke. Exactly. The exact same move. The exact same move. So um, what I thought was, is if you look at the second trailer that came out, you see Rey as a Sith. And she's got this lightsaber that's red. And in the last two seconds, the thing kind of like uh, boomerangs around and it locks into one big bow staff. And it's, okay. and it's red. I thought initially there was some thought that maybe that was the mirror battle, kind of like her Dagobah. Yes. And there's there's a lot of theory on that as so well. So Luke had to fight himself in Dagobah in order to pass his Jedi training. She has to pass her Jedi training. That's kind of what... And so she has to battle herself as a Sith Lord. Right. And so, but but if we if we take that back to... Is there any potential tie between her and Palpatine? I don't know. We'll see. But I do think that you've got you've got Palpatine saying, with you two coming together, that'll be your your downfall, right? And I think what he means is the two when the two of you coming together, or I don't know what the exact word was when you come together or whatever. But he said, I think that's Kylo, and I think that's Ray coming together to fight him, and I think there's going to be a sacrifice made. And in the end. One of them is going to be the rise of Skywalker, and I think that's how we're going to see it ended. But here's my last one of my last questions that I that I want to leave you with that we can discuss at a later date. Do you think the name Skywalker will continue if they're if the good wins? Do you think Disney will take this and potentially do something else with it later? Well, they already announced there was going to be another trilogy. Right, they were going to be filmed another trilogy. It was yes. going to be directed by D.B. Weiss and yes. David Benioff. Yeah, we're going to have Star Thrones Wars Legends. But the thing is, is that they just that they were also invested in their Netflix series. And Disney, for some reason, which we could speculate as to why, that the basically the partnership between D.B. and David Benioff and Disney ended, and they canceled them as directors for this new trilogy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, they're out of the whole project. And I kind of think that that was done because of the massive failure that was season eight. 
and also that they had kind of um, split interests with the Netflix show that they're working on and with Disney, and they felt like it was just too much on their plate. So, um, so do they have a? Is there are there new directors for the next trilogy? No, or there nothing th- announced yet? Okay. I assume it's all in the background working. But I I don't think that they thought that D, that you know because David Benioff is more the director side, DB Weiss is more the writing side. I don't think that they thought that DB Weiss, based on season eight, had the had the writing chops to be able to do this Star Wars new trilogy like they wanted. Are you talking about the eighth movie that was just out? When you say season eight, are you talking about the, the Game of Thrones season oh, eight? Oh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, yes, I'm sorry. No, okay. the, yeah, season eight was such a disaster. It, it As I said- Oh, we've people, talked about this. Yeah, we did, and your podcast here, yeah. about how season eight may go down in history is the is the the picture-perfect way to burn a series to the ground when yeah. you have one of the best series in the, in the face of the planet. Yeah. Um. They, and I don't think Disney wanted any part of that. I don't think they wanted that kind of because they got Ryan Johnson off of these Star Wars movies as fast as they could when Ryan Johnson sort of started taking on this persona as a bad director who can't helm a movie. No, he did a terrible job. He did. I mean, the the the, the Last Jedi that is his movie. It right? was terrible. It's awful. It is. I, I'm really going to say bad. it again. It is probably. I would rather watch Attack of the Clones five times than to watch. Agreed. That movie agreed. one time. And and we could, there's a lot of reasons for that. I think people get upset about the Rose conflict, you know, about how she was this. She, yeah. For us, she was a shoehorn character that did not belong, that was completely contradictory, that um, that ruined a beautiful self-sacrifice at the end of the film. Yeah. That completely just hijacked the whole thing for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And it was just poorly written. It had nothing to do with the actress herself. It had to do with the terribleness no, the of the script. character. The script was terrible. The dialogue was terrible. Yes. The the plot in itself, it made sense, but it was it was way too predictable and super and, contrived. But there's a that we could go ad right, nauseum about right. all the problems in the movie that were like that. Right. And that that's a Ryan Johnson thing. You know, that's a it all comes it. down to the director. Yes. Yeah. And so they've got they they he was supposed to be involved in the next Star Wars movie, and they oh, basically gave gosh, him the boot no. too. And said, "Sorry, man, we're going another direction." Well, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams has his hand on this too, but they don't want J.J. Abrams doing the next trilogy either. Well, he, I don't think J.J. Abrams wants. I don't think he wants he to. Do. He's he's put his mark on it, and mm-hmm. and I love. He's got other projects he's working sure, on too. Sure, sure, and I loved the first one, The Force Awakens. I was very, I was very happy with. I did not, but we, you know. I mean, it, it was too much borrowing from the, from A New Hope. Does Far his, too much. Does history repeat itself? Yes. And yeah, we, you and at I. At what point is it blatant stealing versus, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. unoriginality of that movie was staggering. It, I'm not going to disagree, but I had to watch it because it was Star Wars and I had to enjoy it. And I did. I mean, they even went like Obi-Wan style yeah. and sneaking and right in up, there sneaking and in like control. Down. Yeah. Like, give me a break, man. You're going to have to come up with some new plot. I like, wonder if they realized they were doing that as they were filming it. Oh, they absolutely did. The, 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 the um, I don't know the words, the, the play on the previous, the, the throwback kind of uh, nostalgia was clearly meant to be there. And I don't know if they, if they thought that it was clever or what, but it was not clever. No. It was unoriginal and uninteresting for me i ha- agree agree and agree I, as but, far as the acting and the store and the and the, everything else yeah it was beautiful it was star wars and right. had a lot of the, the beautiful imagery and but the, the Garrett, i can't look at speed the, and, i can't look at the eighth movie and say 
okay, with no, all no of its flaws, I can still enjoy it. No, nope. there is nothing redemptive no. about that movie. No, that movie, it, I will not watch it again. It was so bad. I know. So bad. So the ninth movie, I think from what we are seeing in the trailer, I'm praying that we have redemp- redemption with the story, and I would love to just see it closed on what's a movie that we can compare it to if you look at obviously we're not going to be able to Endgame. compare Star Wars Marvel if it if it has anywhere close perfect. to the level of Marvel like, perfect of how they wrap it up yes yeah Marvel was perfect I think if, I don't know Hunter in there can weigh into but like that was everything are you I awake wanted. Hunter I am that's everything I wanted from the last two movies I mean I could not have asked for anything more no it was and to perfect. this day you can't you can't end it any other way yeah it had to end the way that it did yeah. And I'm hoping that we get that. I mean, Star I cried. Wars. I didn't expect to cry in a comic book movie, and I was like, I think everyone weeping. was, except Cameron. Yeah, because he didn't understand what he was watching. He didn't understand what he was watching, but I think after he finishes that, he'll, he will understand. Going back, maybe he'll cry the next time. Maybe he I don't will. know. Uh, uh, Hunter, could you have imagined anything they could have done better in the Marvel Endgame and, uh, and, and the, the next one? No, and it's weird because. When you watch Infinity War and Endgame together, the death count was really high. And I'm not talking about the people who were dusted because we, we knew they were going to come back. That's like a good term. I like that, dusted. I mean, they were gone, blah, 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 but we knew they were coming back. But the people that were actually, you know, finitely ended, there was a lot of them. But I, I never felt while watching Endgame like, oh, they overdid this or, oh, man, that person shouldn't, shouldn't have died. It was the right didn't amount of die. everything. It was like perfect. It made Thanos yeah. established as a legitimate villain. It made him believable. The, the way they brought the characters back. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Exactly. Because that whole scene, it, it was just and you want beautiful. That, you want that same thing for Star Wars. And I I think a lot of the way that Marvel achieved that was in the brilliance of the way they set up every movie up until that point. The inside jokes, the um, the, the intense character development with, with advanced plots. Um, it, it, and you don't have that in Star Wars. You do not have that. I'm not endeared to these characters in any way that I was endeared to the Marvel ones. Um, the storyline to me is a wreck. The I'm uninterested. I don't even understand how the Empire is still this strong after the Rebellion won the war. Yeah. I don't get it. And so we're getting to... I'm much more pessimistic than you all about this movie as it comes up because I just do not see how... I feel like it is what we're talking about, what our goal for the movie would be, is almost unachievable based on the setup that we have brought to this point. Why I'm optimistic about it is because I have to be. I have to be because... 42 years? 42 years of of this story, it's coming to an end, and, and we have no choice but to trust who they chose to direct this. And the last few have been... They haven't, you wonder, they'll never be able to capture the magic in the bottle that Lucas had with the first three, right? We know that. I don't remember, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, sorry. you're fine. I don't remember how much George Lucas spent on A New Hope, but it is fascinating to see. He could not have been that much money. They were over budget, but I think, um, Hunter, can you can you quickly look at what the budget was for the 77 A New Hope uh, Star Wars? I know they went over, but Garrett, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near where, no. where it's at and now. And these new movies are billion-dollar movies. Yeah, yeah, they and, are. And, 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 and they are not even, as you said, not even close to capturing the magic in the bottle as George Lucas right. did. 
there is a difference there, and I don't understand what the difference is. It's clearly not money. Okay. It's something else. Here's okay, so real quick, the it says the budget for New Hope was $11 million. Uh, yeah. The budget for Endgame was $356 million. What's the budget for Star Wars, the la- um, what was it, 8? Rise of the Sky, uh, la- the, last the Last Jedi. Check that one out. So- Eleven million dollars. Right. Think about that. And he, like, it was two hundred to three hundred and seventeen million. Yeah. Well, with advertising budgets, you are getting in the billion dollar range. Absolutely. No, you're right. You're right. Um. And so, like, but to your point, I, I'm gonna. I, you asked. They're never the going difference? to hit. What's the difference? Here's what it is. In my opinion, it's all with the directors. But then you have the producers that are putting the money that say no. This is the way we want it to go. Whether that's a huge too many cooks in the kitchen, too many cooks in the kitchen, and who owns the rights, right? So let's look at let's look at the eighth movie just real quick. You've seen it once, right? Mm-hmm. Remember Leia's twice, floating but... through space. Yes, I'm thinking, guys, if we're in space, we know that ships are out there, and when your body hits the vacuum of space, you don't survive. No, there's no oxygen. There's no. There's, there's no. There's no, let me jump from this ship to this ship. I've never heard a theory that says the Jedis don't have to breathe. And hold my breath. It was, when that happened in that movie, I I I laughed out loud. Put my hands over my face and thought, this is, what have they done? I laughed out loud in the theater. People were looking at me like, why are you laughing? It's not funny. And I was like, yes, Yes, it it is. is. It's a joke of a movie. That's exactly right. This is ridiculous. Then there's another scene where Ray and Kyler are fighting in the Emperor's throne room. And- when Snoke dies, it's like all these red guards decide. Which well, are we're going to have clad. Like the armor was amazing. It's yeah. the it's the Emperor's troops. It's the Emperor's. It uh, oh, what do you call it's them? Their Imperial, Imperial Guard. Guard. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to try and kill them. Okay, let's see the battle. So immediately, Ray has become. These are supposed to be the best fighters yeah. in the universe. And Ray, who has had no combat training whatsoever, is able to slaughtering them. Right. And so you'll see if you watch. There's one Imperial Guard which has these two weapons, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just say they're laser sword, laser daggers. And he's going left and right, and she's blocking left and right. Well, what he does, he comes around her, okay, with one arm, and he has the blade, and he's trying to get her in, from in front of her. And her blade is blocking it. Well, he has another blade. Why doesn't he just go behind her, right? Right up through. But if you look... Oh, they rotoscoped that out. Rotoscoping means that they go frame by frame and either edit an object within that frame. They took out the the, the guard's weapon. Second dagger. Right. Yeah. I'm like, guys. Choreograph the scene better. Thank you. Like, let's get... Oh, my gosh. So It's it's like the the reason, I think, for the failure is because you have people who saw money symbols instead of fans. They were not invested in this beautiful story and wrapping up yeah. the beautiful story they were interested in dollar signs absolutely and going back to what you said what's the difference it's all in the director so the director in the first three was lucas he put his own blood sweat and tears into it because he believed in it it's perfect and it was perfect and then it's just money 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 people could rag on the ewoks all they want i'll take a million ewoks every time over the last jedi hey hunter i know i know you're back there let me ask you this when you look at You've seen A New Hope, you've seen Empire, and you've seen Jedi. Is that the only three you've seen so far? From memory. Like, when I was a kid, my dad, my dad's an avid fan of these, so he would watch these all the time, and I would, like, I was eight. I would watch them in the living room for 20 minutes, and then go get bored and play with toys. So, like, I've seen bits and pieces. 
Like I know who I know Anakin is Darth Vader and all this stuff. So but the I, first time you watched them was recently in Correct. Four, the five, first six. time I've watched them in full, knowing what's happening is three weeks ago. All right. So you're going to watch you'll eventually watch episode one. Two, we've got it slated for him to watch one, two, and three. One, two, and three. And a lot of people bash these. I've heard. And and sometimes rightfully so. I mean, Hayden Christensen was awful. He was pretty bad. He was And awful. who is that? He plays Anakin. He plays Anakin okay. who is who is not the young Anakin, who was actually a pretty Harry Lloyd, I think is his name. He was uh, no, not Harry Lloyd. That's the guy from Kid. It's Lloyd something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. He he was a good actor. Pod racing and Mediachlorians. We have some problems with storyline there. Mediachlorians on there. Okay. But <laughs> but the acting was fine. Yeah. And generally the storyline I could. But when I they brought cover. Hayden in, it, man, he yeah. he did He's such not, you, a bad job. You never see you never see Anakin. You just see Hayden Christensen throughout the entire trilogy of those three. Or the I'd say the second one. The, the mother of Luke and Leia is Padme. Uh, who that's Natalie Portman, which is Natalie Portman. She's phenomenal. Well, you can see in the scene where Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen are supposed to kiss in like their first kissing scene. Yeah, she visibly does not want to kiss him well, on that. Was there scene. some stuff going on like on the you set? You can or? see it. You can see the 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 I don't want to do this scene, but I'm going to do it anyway because I contractually have because to. because I contractually have to. <laughs> yes, you can see it if you just watch it. So whenever you go to watch them, I'm I'm just curious to see what your thoughts are, and then you have. Episodes seven, eight, and then coming up nine. So you got to get on the ball. See, I think I'm going to like one, two, and three because from what I've heard, it's more lightsabers. I'd like to watch them with you. Like, I'm so excited to watch Yoda flip around and throw stuff around the room. Mm. I know that you all don't like that version of Yoda, but that's the only version of Yoda that I remember from when I was a kid. And I remember being enthralled See, by that scene. The Yoda of our childhood, I think, was one more at. He was at. He was fully zen, man. He was yeah. like completely in the force, and I'm the force, and the force is one with me. <laughs> like yeah. he could 100. percent He he doesn't have to use a lightsaber. He uses <coughs> he uses force powers for everything. Yeah, and not in an aggressive mode either. No, he doesn't have to because he completely understands it. Speaking of how great a director of what the power the director has with the movie, let's talk about Rogue One and how. Awesome and universally that loved. Movie was. I've used the word universally a lot tonight, but we all loved Rogue One. Rogue One all was unbelievable. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, beginning to end, it was in the in the world. The world felt vibrant and alive. We got to see the dark, seedy underbelly in a way. Yeah, we got to see this kind of Han Solo kind of character. Um, you know, you, you just had everything was alive and vibrant, and then the story was super compelling. Yes. Um, you Mads Mikkelsen comes in to play a great mem- memorable character. Um, it, it just a wonderful story, and it it did have kind of throwback thoughts to almost a New Hope. Oh yeah, because you had because it's we're right there at that the timeline, the, the death, the Death Star's plans. That's right, all that, and so we it was all based on just very brief mentions from Star Wars, but it was still. It was still unique and a, 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 a new version of a story we'd never heard told before. If we look at... And that beach fight and the, the, this, this oh, I'm man. one with the force, that moment. Yeah. I know everyone got choked up when he dies. I know. Chills, man. It's, it's phenom- phenomenal. Phenomenal. Directors, what they're already Hunter, saying... Hunter, have you seen Rogue One? Hunter. What's that? 
Have you I'm s- watching that scene that you were talking about with, that- with, with Ray and the Imperial forces, and you're right. It's very bad. It's terrible. Have you it's seen really Rogue bad. One, though? Um, that's the one with the Rebels, correct? Like, only yes. the Rebels and yeah. the fighter pilot, right? Right. I saw it and had no idea you that it was a preface. It. Okay? It's a preface to A New Hope. I was right so between... confused for literally two hours. If you were watching it, it'd be episode one, two, three, Rogue, Rogue One, A New, New Hope. Hope. Right. And then you and then you go on. Yeah. Uh and so it's, it really has a place in the canon. Solo is before Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So it would be solo, Rogue One. So basically what you're saying, it shows how Leia got the plans yes. in R2. Oh my gosh, wait do you see the end scene of that. It oh, will it is so okay. mind blowing. It is, is mind blowing. It was just I'm not gonna I'm, say anymore. I was emotionally wrecked walking out of that. <laughs> That's th- a that, good example. That, He's right. That theater. Everyone when we watch that. It's jaw-dropping, eye, ping-pong ball eyes of watching what happens at the end of Rogue One. I, I tremendous can't sadness, tremendous happiness yeah. at the same time. And those emotions conflicting were yeah. just so You're tired weird. when you walk in. You are. You're tired. You're emotionally yeah. exhausted. So they are already saying that the Mandalorian is off the charts incredible. And I attribute all of that to Jon Favreau. Agreed. He's a diehard Fan. Yeah. And he took this. That's another thing. So was J.J. Abrams. To a certain degree, but I don't know what's... Anyway, uh, <laughs> John Favreau took something that was not... There was no pressure to make The Mandalorian. You know, there was... This was just an interest he a proje- had. A project. And he said, you give me a budget and you let me run with this and I will make you something. And it's John Favreau, who started with Swingers with relatively Which no is notoriety. A phenomenal movie. And moves up to be in all these other movies. But, you know, he ends up more recently making Chef, which is one of the greatest films I've Love ever Chef. seen. He, uh, he did Elf, he, Buddy the Elf. He's now a, a, a worldwide known director and producer yeah. and writer. Yeah. And he says, Give me money and I will make you something special. Iron Man 1, 2, 3, and Avengers. And Avengers, and, and, yeah. And, and he says, Give me money and I will make you something special. And now people are looking at the Mandalorian saying, "You just pulled this out of nowhere." Yeah, we were not expecting this. He uh, check out some of the reviews, and and they're just saying it's off the charts, going to blow I can't us away. Wait. That is November the twelfth. November the twelfth. Yep. November Disney 12th. Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, and um, I will be watching. It's I think six five nine nine six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But here's the only question: I don't know if they're doing a binge series, meaning. They release it all on the first day when Disney comes out so you can binge all the episodes. Hopefully they do. Or if they're coming out sequentially like, you know, every Hopefully week. Hopefully they do a binge. I've never known a streaming service to do it week by week. Do they do that? There is. Uh, Netflix was doing a show recently where they did a week to week. Okay. Um, I hope they don't because I'm going to want to watch the whole thing in one night. Let me ask you. Do you think that The Mandalorian and Boba Fett are the same person? No. The Mandalorian okay. is, a, is a... Right. Um, it's like... Uh, the last man. It's like the last of the like Mohicans. A, a Spaniard. Oh, that's right. That's right. Or or a um, so Russian Boba or Fett wore Mandalorian armor. Armor. But he was not himself a Mandalorian. a Mandalorian. He was a clone, or the beginning of the clones. Well, we don't know that yet. So the clones came from a Mandalorian, right? Who was a bounty hunter. So the Mandalorians were bounty hunters. Okay, see, he, I thought that in one, two, three, we kind of see that storyline of where he's kept in that little like um, that little sea colony. That's, that's Boba Fett. You're talking about Camino, the the yeah, colony of Camino. Bo- yeah, but that's Boba Fett's dad, right? That's Boba Fett. No, well, Boba Fett is a clone, but they but what Jango Fett asked for was to keep one without the genetic. Mutation. Enhancements and mutations that the other clones had, which had, was Boba, which was Boba. So yes, 
So, so right. So he's actually like a derivative of the clones. That's correct. Okay. So, Boba Fett is. So the Mandalorian may be the beginning of the clones. The Mandalorian, it could be. It could be, but I think— I'd love to see where the story's going to go. Yeah. Because he's a bounty hunter in himself. He's a bounty hunter. So clearly we've got the elements that—the clones are based off of a Mandalorian who was a bounty hunter. This guy we know yes. is a bounty hunter and, and is a Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. So it seems to me to be pretty likely that that's the case. Yeah. But his armor is amazing. The moves he is doing is amazing. It seems to me we're going to learn about how the Mandalorians were destroyed, yeah. and I'm interested in that storyline— because it seems to me they're a very noble race with advanced weaponry. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. I mean, I mean, just you've said it. How do they die? Way. I don't understand. I don't know. I'm very interested to see it. I need to see if there's some books on that. John Favreau. Do you like to read? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna oh. bring you. I'm gonna bring you the books which uh, uh, get you started with where the Sith were born. Okay. And it's a it's a trilogy of of Darth Bane, and. I think you'll love it. I'm going to bring it for you next week. Absolutely. And you can dive I have in. not read them. I've read a few of the Timothy Zahns, but that's it. These, you'll plow through them. They're great reads. They're they're written perfectly. Not perfectly. They're written, I mean, they're great. For Star they're Wars just, fans. That's very, right. They're yeah. Star Wars fans. Timothy Zahn was clearly a diehard Star yeah. Wars fan, and yeah. you can see it in every, every word he wrote. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for The Mandalorian. I think it's going to be better than, than The Rise of the Skywalker. Oh wow! I okay, do. I think it's going to be. I think I think the Mandalorian might end up being. It, I'm not joking, and I, I I will go on the record with this. I think the Mandalorian may end up being the best piece of Star Wars franchise material ever made. Okay, better than I'm, I love Return of the Jedi a lot, and I love Rogue One. I was going to say it's got to beat Rogue One I too. Think it's going to be better than both of those. By oh, I'm going to be measurable. Quantity. So we are on November the third right now. So only a few more days. Nine days. Nine days, and then we are going to we're going to see. So yeah, you know we'll do another podcast on uh, on the Mandalorian on on where it's at. Can't wait. I cannot um, wait to binge this thing. Yeah. I'm going to watch it endlessly. <laughs> All right, guys, as we begin to wrap up, we're talking about um, the last trailer. The last thing, real quick, and you guys should take some time this week. I did not know that there were this, there were the, there, Hunter, you may have seen this, reaction videos. Oh, I, and these are like a really big thing on it's YouTube. A, I had no idea. And, and as I was watching the trailer, the last Jedi trailer, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Rise of Skywalker, the last trailer, these suggestions start popping up of I sent a reaction, reaction. I sent a couple in group text. Yeah, the, uh, I think it was you that did it. It was yeah. you that did it, and that's right. That's people what started are being it. vicious, uh, and I'm, but, I'm I'm right there with them. But I saw some people watching the trailer that we just watched right at the beginning of the podcast, and they are freaking out. And they're they're like Palpatine. us. Palpatine, Palpatine got everybody the first time. They, they were showing it live at the uh, what was released. It like it was some at sort the of star con? the Star Wars. Um, it's not the con. It's the Star Wars. I can't think of it right now. Yeah, and I saw the the hundreds the of gasp. people. Yeah, they all gasped the same time, and it was you know you hear them laugh. Even if we're angry with the series and the direction it's gone, that just shows the level of devotion we have to it. Yeah, it is a part of our lives. It's a part of our childhood. A part that we'll never forget. Um, I as I was saying, I remember waking up on Christmas morning. Yeah. and turning and begging my mom, I want to watch Return of the Jedi again because that's what I do at Christmas. I watch Return <laughs> of the Jedi. You still watch it? I, I, I very, very, very frequently <laughs> still watch it at Christmas. But I was going to say over Christmas my, break, I can't wait to show my son on Christmas Return yeah. of the Jedi. I may and, start. Uh, and and that's that you know that's that's Star Wars to me. That's my relation to this. So even if I'm angry with it, angry with Ryan Johnson, angry with J.J. Abrams, angry at the direction it's gone. I will still be there in that theater chair sitting right next to you on oh, yeah. December the 20th. I've got our tickets. 
All of us. Hunter, on, I've got your ticket, by the way, for December the, movie. the 20th. I've got we a lot of movies to watch. To watch it. Yes, you do. In you know, live right there, and yeah. and I will judge it in a vacuum by itself. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have a review on it. All right, guys, we're going to call it for uh, this podcast. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, on Google Play, on Spotify as well. So my name is Joey Police. This is the Topic of Choice podcast. Thank you, Garrett, for sitting in today for this episode. And Hunter, as always, thank you. You guys have a great night.